we're not here to tick boxes, we're not here just to look good by putting female boxes on. Female boxing is here by its own ability and its own demand. Now we'll be sold out in here on Saturday night, we've just sold out the big room for Taylor Serrano. These are great fights, great champions and we'll be invested heavily in women's boxing. Eddie, we saw, we saw uh, Frank Warren announce Joyce Jan today, obviously yeah. Jan's somebody you work with. Yeah. Talked about making that fight, how easy or difficult was it? Yeah, it was, you know, again, a great relationship with George Warren. Uh, they wanted to make that fight. Uh, Zhang had a situation with us where we had matching rights on his fights moving forward. Uh, I spoke to George Warren. Zhang wanted to make that fight. Um, I was happy with the offer that was made to Zhang. Uh, me and George got the final bits over the line. I think it was a really good fight. It seems to be for Zhang at least a much more of a win-win scenario for him. If he wins, he beats somebody in Joe Joyce, everybody sees it as a top five heavyweight. Cement himself back in there, whereas Joyce, not necessarily the same, but where does Zhang go if he's successful? I mean, he's in a great position. Look, he's, you know, he's at the back end of his career, but he can really punch. I mean, I think everybody, including Zile Zhang, uh, is going to struggle with the work rate of, of Joe Joyce, and Joe Joyce will overrun Zile Zhang, but he can really punch with the backhand, and Joe Joyce will be open, as always, to get hit flush on the chin. It's just, people talk about how good Joe Joyce's chin is, he's never really fought a massive puncher, other than potentially Daniel Dubois, that didn't really hit him on the chin, strangely, in that fight. So, I think he's a massive favourite against but Zhang can really punch with the backhand and if he times him onto one I think he'll be interested but obviously Joe is with his style uh, and against a much older man he's a big favourite in that fight he's been asked to have an interim world title fight against Andy Ruiz we'd like to make that fight obviously Ruiz is looking at the Wilder fight as well we've spoken to Tom Brown some back and forth I don't think Andy Ruiz will take the fight against Philip Hergovic but that's what's been ordered and we're exploring that in your, in your opinion do you Oh, sorry. It, it, oh. I spoke to him and he did say to me that he's been coming out of Haven today. Do you fancy your chances around that one? And who did he say? I think Nick Balanga is a fighter that everybody wants. You know, us, PBC, uh, he obviously was with ESPN, Golden Boy. Um, I think we've got a great man, Craig Balanga. We can headline him, we can continue his rise, we can continue his popularity, and ultimately we can deliver him the. He needs to prove against world-class opposition that he's in a position to fight now. But it's Mexico against Puerto Rico. It's a massive fight, but he still has to have those fights. And we'll be happy to give him those fights before we look at Canelo Alvarez in May 2024. Absolutely. We've done huge gates here before. He's a big star. The right fights. Nick Blanco is a headline attraction. Eddie, in your, in your, in your opinion, um, um, Spence is officially moving up to, well, supposedly moving up to 154 to fight Thurman. Do you think he will end up coming back down to 47, or you think it's just like... No, I, I think he's been 147 for a long time. I think he's very tired of weight. When you look at the you know, the, the the mileage on Errol Spence through the accident, through the, the, the eye operation and stuff like that, it's just going to be harder for him to start making weight. I don't know him personally, so I can't tell you, but I'm just, I believe, I remember seeing him in Sheffield when he made 47, which was years ago, and I'm surprised he's still there. Respect to him and the way that, obviously, he makes that weight, but I see him moving up, and, and I guess 154 is his future. If that fight does, if you
but if you ask Canelo Alvarez, he would say probably 175 because that's where I lost. I don't want people to think that I'm brought him down. This is not Canelo Alvarez saying, bring him down to 168. This is just a way to maybe make the fight to give Dimitri Pirro more opportunity at Legacy. Eddie, you're up. Keller Brooks has come out to the end of the meeting, obviously, the video of him taking Paul in was himself, and he apologised to his family and friends. Just your views and opinions on that and what we can do as a sport to help fighters post-boxing. Yeah, you know, I don't really you know, talk about fighters personal life, but Kel Brook is a fighter that, you know, walks away from the sport and has a big um, hole in his life when you leave boxing or you leave something that you love. And boxing has been Kel Brook's life for years and years and years. And you see that when that buzz leaves you, you know, you can put yourself in a difficult place mentally. Kel Brook is someone we have a huge history with. One thing I'll tell you about Kel Brook is he's a good person with a huge heart. And we should all support him. And his family should and will support him, of course. Boxing should support him. And, you know, I'm sure that he'll be uh, back on the, the horse. And, uh, you know, like I said, he's a good man. And uh, he's always had a pure heart. He loves the sport. And listen, maybe you'll see him return to the sport. But most of all, we hope he's happy. Canelo, Canelo's always been a great fighter um, for like maybe 15 years now. But, you know, a couple people are saying that um, he seems to be losing a step, uh, not as great as he used to be. Did you see Do you see? No, I think, I think he's, a Look, he's been fighting with an injury for the last couple of fights. I don't think he's been at his best. But look at his fights. He fought Billy Joe Saunders, Caleb Plant, Dimitri Bivol, Canelo Alvarez, uh, and Gennady Golovkin. That's his fight. Like, people say, oh, he's slipping a little bit. No, he's just fighting the very best of the best. And he was carrying an injury as well. 36, 26, pay-per-view, uh, 32, 26, pay-per-view price point for Mayweather against Aaron Chalmers in the UK, your Speechless. Joyce Jang maybe clashed with Sheffield. How will that affect your viewing um, numbers? Uh, you know, you never want a, a clash, but ultimately you're going to see it. You've got a, a lot of promoters out there um, staging fights, and um, you know, for us, we want to make sure we fill up Sheffield Arena for Dawn Smith. What's, what's the latest with Canelo and Ryder? Uh, we're negotiating that fight with both parties. That fight will take place in America or Mexico, and hopefully we can close it off over the next week. Eddie, if someone is working with uh, Saudi Arabia to away in news on Fury. You see, it seems like it's going to be April. Why do you think that there's been a delay on that? Because the demands of the fighters, um, obviously coming off the back of coming through Ramadan, sort of you know keeps that March date out, and they'd want it through the back of that. I'm not sure whether it will happen in April. Maybe it'll be later. Um, but I hope it happens. You know, it's good to have an undisputed heavyweight championship, and you know, um, Saudi are really the only ones that can pay that type of money for that fight. Do you think we see it next? Yes. But you never know. Um, Eddie, you're a fan of the UFC and you're a fan of Dana White. So what do you make of the slap fight? I, I'm a big fan of the UFC. I'm a big fan of the UFC business. I'm a big fan of what Dana White has done in the mixed martial arts business. I do not like the slap fight. I'm not going to lie to you. I think I cannot believe what I'm watching. <laughs> I cannot believe it's allowed. I cannot believe that we want our kids to see people striking people without being defended. Everything, boxing's different. Boxing teaches you as a kid to protect yourself, to have respect. You know, we want to promote safety in the sport. This is really sort of just unadulterated violence. And I know that people seem to want to watch stuff like that and broadcasters want to hit numbers. But for me, this is something where someone should step in and say, look, look at the footage here. This is not good for anyone. 
So as much as I respect those guys, I have to be honest and say, not for me. Why do you think Dana ventured into I don't know. It's a strange one. But, you know, he's a revolutionary. So who knows? A couple words on your new Australian heavyweight that you signed yesterday. Justice Hooney, fantastic fighter. You know, it's a massive signing for us in Australia. Look at our Australian roster right now. Stevie Spark, Liam Paro, uh, Justice Hooney, Ebony Bridges, Sky Nicholson. Um, you've got... Um, uh, Brock Jarvis, Dempsey McKean. You've got so many great fighters in our Australian roster right now, and more coming in Australia. But Justice Hooney is a world-class heavyweight that can go on and really achieve in the division. Thoughts on Akoli leaving Trent I didn't know he had, but I've worked he had uh, completely, you know, just... Bad advice. Bad. Uh, what's next for him? Um, we're moving forward with Joshua Bwatsi. Uh, we sent him a contract for his latest fight. It should be announced in the next couple of weeks. Matching rights for him after this fight? Matching rights for him if he looks to go elsewhere? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah we, we've had Josh from the amateurs and, and looking forward to, to working with him in the future. Yeah.